Have you always dreamed of starting a podcast? Is there a topic you're passionate about, but you don't know how to get started? Spotify for Podcasters has you covered. When we started the Carousel Project podcast, we knew nothing about the podcast industry, but Spotify for Podcasters made jumping into this new venture seem possible. Spotify for Podcasters has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Plus, your podcast will be distributed to other listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more with ease. And even video podcasts are available on Spotify. And the best part, it's absolutely free. Spotify for Podcasters is everything you need to make your own podcast dreams a reality. Ready to dive in? Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to podcasters.spotify.com to get started today. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Carousel Project Podcast. We're so thankful we're here. We can't wait to start talking about today's topic. But first, my name is Josie Maida, and you can find me on all socials at Josie Maida. And I'm Kate Killebrew. You can find me on all socials at Kate Killebrew. And I'm Epcot Adam, and you can find me on all socials at Epcot Adam. Yeah, you can. Even without seeing her, I still hit the, I still hit it. I just, I thought you'd like me to change it up today, but neither of you guys seemed like you liked it that much. I I was literally dancing. Okay, well. I can't see you. All right. Well, I hope you did. I hope you did enjoy it. (laughs) I did. Good. I'm glad. Today is a very exciting day. We are talking about one of our very favorite things at Disney, which is the... Adam, you can say it. Disney Vacation Club. Woohoo! The Disney <laughs> Vacation Club. We're going to be talking about all the ins and outs of this bad boy, how it came oh, to yeah. be, what it is, how awesome and cool it is, and yeah. to get started, our question of the day, are you a DVC member or would you want to be a DVC member? I'll go first. I'm not a DVC member technically, but I am a part of a DVC member contract, friendship contract that is, with (laughs) Adam. That I've been a part of since 2019? Did we? Wait, you guys have a DVC friendship contract without me? We do. We do. I didn't sign anything. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't get anything. Was it like an e signature? Did you? No, it's printed yep. on my... He mailed it to my house, um, I what think the in 2020 heck? or 2021. So um, on the day that I forced y'all to be friends, you didn't yes. think to include me? So basically, you two are the only ones on this contract. <laughs> I'm the only one not on this contract. I mean, you I, are the only one. I mean, I'm sure Adam could probably just, like, print the contract back out, take, you know, switch out Kate <laughs> Killebrew for, like, Josie Maida. Or like, he I could just add me underneath or something. We could yeah. all be on there. Okay. Yeah, we, we can make this work. Because I'm kind the only like one not on the contract. On the okay, so what's on the contract? Be on the contract, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, not everybody. <laughs> <laughs> um, essentially, it's just that for me to continue, this sounds terrible. Like, I can't wait for people to listen to this and be like, wow. We think we need to post is, that video yeah, of us from the lounge. We need to post the video on the stories. Basically, I, I I get access to all of his DVC benefits because they're free. I get access to all of them. <laughs> 
or mm-hmm. I'm not his friend. Like, basically, we signed a contract that for me to be his friend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sounds so Adam, crazy. we've been friends for a long time, and I we've feel like... We've been friends for two years longer. Yeah. Yeah, Adam no and I have been friends for a long time. No contract wow. has drawn up. Your house. I really have been taken for a ride With in this friendship. To like I should probably get in. going, right? Yeah. <laughs> should I just leave? I have really been taken for a ride in this friendship. I was getting no benefits. <laughs> the mental gymnastics yeah. that you've had to go through. We were friends with benefits. What were the benefits, Michael? I'm walking, I'm, <laughs> I'm walking on eggshells, honestly. <laughs> um... Anyways, which so leads no, us to I am member. not a DVC member and I don't even have a friendship contract to DVC membership rights. Um, I, I don't know if I'd want to be a DVC member. I guess maybe at the end of the episode, I'll have a better idea. I just yeah. feel like I live okay, so we'll, close. We'll come back to this. And also, I can use Adam for his DVC membership exactly. benefits. So <laughs> right. I don't understand. No, I mean, I do feel like it'd be cool, especially for like, I really like Aulani. Like, I feel like it'd be yeah. cool to have like, I would have wanted like a to home be... resort in like Hawaii or California. I would have wanted to be a right. DVC member in 1991 that is when i would well, have wanted yeah. to be one and we'll talk i wasn't about born that yet later. but i was not born that's yet. why i would have wanted to be a dbc i mean if if i had the option maybe but yeah i mean for now i've got the friendship contract so it's kind of right so you're good <laughs> which leads us to adam yeah. you are a dbc member spoiler alert. i am i am a dbc member spoiler alert um <laughs> yeah it, it's they they took me for a ride I, I won't sugarcoat this. I, I was walking in Animal Kingdom one day and I walked by the DVC kiosk and they're like, hey, do you want to hear about DVC? I'm like, okay, sounds good. They're like, well, if you come to our one hour presentation tomorrow, um, we will give you three free fast passes and a $50 Disney gift card. Dang. That's why my mom and, did it. And I did will, it for the fast pick, passes too. Yep, and we will pick you up from wherever you are and we will yep. drop you off wherever you want to go afterwards. I'm yep. like, for an hour of my time, sure, I'll take 50 bucks. Yeah. And then I, by the end of the day, I signed a DVC contract. So <laughs> <That's great. laughs> I was one of the suckers that they were looking for. My mom uh, really so wanted to do sucker. it. I honestly think if she hadn't passed, we probably would be DVC members. My mom, yeah. Teresa, was a big Disney adult. She really did like Disney. Yeah, I'm honestly surprised my parents never did DVC. I think the only reason yeah, they didn't is because my dad had those free rooms at Holiday Inn. So I right, think you were my staying parents, at the Nick Hotel. I think my parents mm-hmm. were like, well, Kate I think, was really living it up at the Nick Hotel while all of us. <laughs> I I think between the like the bad rep that like timeshares in general had mixed yeah. with the fact that like my dad was traveling so much that they had free rooms at a hotel anyway that had family suites I think that's probably why but if like if not I feel like they definitely would have maybe not and they definitely wouldn't have bought in in 1991 because we didn't go till 96 but I feel like right. early 2000s during that tourism crash I feel like they might have yeah well let's jump into it um yeah. Let's do Let's it. Let's go. I'm ready. Um, before we get started in normal me fashion, um, I did just want to cover the a, like a short history behind the points system that Disney uses for DBC. The free um, points? Are you talking about the points? Yes, that the are free? free points. Yes. Okay. Free so points. um and for those who aren't Disney Vacation Club, <laughs> essentially Disney Vacation Club members pay for pay per point and they have a certain amount of points a year they either use them or they can you know bank them for the next year or they can even borrow you know 
points for pre like for future years if they want to you know use a little bit more um so this concept was actually um created by guido Wrangley um it back in 1963 he and a german developer alexander net would start selling timeshares in europe using points because originally the idea of like timeshare is that you just you pay for like a season, like you'd split with four couples and you would each enjoy a season at one home. So that way, instead of paying the full price of a home, you only pay a fourth and you just enjoy your season. But the, they thought, you know, what about people that just want to go for a week or something? They could get way more out of it if they sell, you know, per points instead of just like per, for a season. So, um, so, as I said, Guido Wrangley, he's the one who pioneered the point system, and it would eventually be introduced in the U.S. by the mid-70s by um, Vacation International and Disney when Disney was developing their their timeshare program, Disney Vacation Club, they looked at all the stuff that was out there and they determined that the point system made the most sense. And their point system's actually a lot more fair and flexible than some other ones out there. So mm -hmm. anyway, just thought I would throw that little little tidbit in there before we start. Very cool. No, Thank I you. love it. So the Disney Vacation Club, it kind of first started taking shape or when we heard about it, I guess, for the first time was January 1990. Kate, I don't know if you have anything before that, but yes. kind of around, you have something before that? No, no, no. January 14th, 1990 was the, yeah. that's correct. So that's when they kind of revealed that they planned to enter the timeshare industry and that something, you know, would be coming that would be a timeshare for Disney, which was really cool. Yeah, so January 14th was when they when they first announced it and then less than a year later on January 8th, 1991, Disney was granted their timeshare license by the state of Florida. Um, mm -hmm. But the crazy thing that I didn't realize until I did research for this is that according to Disney's VP of Real Estate Venture Development at the time, Don Goodman, they had actually been looking into the idea of a timeshare um, program for seven years. So like wow. as early as 1983, they were considering the idea of a timeshare opportunity for Disney. Um, and for those who don't didn't grow up with like somebody with a timeshare or something like me um that just know the term like at that time timeshares had kind of a bad rep because they were kind of like a shady industry. i feel like they still kind of do sometimes yeah oh yeah outside of dvc i feel like well i was gonna say i feel like i don't even hear about timeshares anymore and it may just be because i only go to disney but um I guess at that time, though, like the reason Disney held off for so many years to jump on it, I think, was because they were like, will this tarnish our reputation? How yeah. can we truly get people to Leave it to, to Mikey to find this? a way to be like, hey, we're going to do it. We're going to take that piece of the pie and yeah. we're going to do it. I mean, even just branding it as Disney Vacation Club is yeah. genius. Yeah. Like, like making it a club, club. Yeah. making it more than just like timeshares. It's Disney not called timeshare. like. Yeah, it's not well, called Disney timeshares. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, and it was it really was its own animal in so many ways. Um, mm -hmm. Like I said before, like it had much more flexible system than I, from what I understand other timeshares did. So, um, so it, it seems like it was well worth it. Um, and we'll yeah. talk about that as we get into the year nineteen ninety one. But, um, but yeah, I mean, I didn't realize that 
timeshares were so popular in Orlando at that time, too. It was the timeshare capital of the world at the time. So mm-hmm. we know Mikey, he wasn't going to sit back and watch people make money off of the Never. popularity of their theme parks. He wants to get a cut. You know, he wants the company to, to profit, too. So... Of course, and they weren't Enter seeing any soon. profit when people were, were, you know, staying at a timeshare in Orlando. They were yeah. coming to Orlando for Disney, but Disney wasn't making the money fully on those people stays. People were eating on also, property. Also, if we think yeah. about it back then, like, we didn't have as many hotels as we did today. No. We knew that they wanted to add more hotels, so really mm-hmm. just, like, great timing all around. Um, I did see that also in January 1991, like Kate had said, that's when they got their licensing. They were mm-hmm. able to also start taking construction bids for the first 190 villas. Um and then also they got their original like mountain DVC logo, I guess, yeah. that month, which was really cool. Which is really odd because that logo, it starts out with three mountains. And then I believe in 95, I have it in my notes. In 95, the the logo is the same, but it has two mountains. And there's no mm. explanation of why they took a mountain away, but they did. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean... It, it felt like it was all kind of rolling into play. And I think an important thing to note is like this was one of, I think, one of the big cornerstones of Mikey's Disney decade, which he claimed for the 1990s. He said in the right. 1990s, they were going to open X amount of attractions, X amount of resorts, movies, yada, yada, like Disney decade. So this was a big part of that. And I would say this was a huge success compared to some of the other things that may not have fully panned out oh huge 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 success the money that they've made and the way that it's integrated people more into that disney family like welcoming people home making people feel like they have a connection to certain resorts like yeah you know i've had friends who hey we have we have points that we want to use like you can you know they invite somebody else you know like it definitely has created and then the dvc like events that have come from this Mm -hmm. the fact that it's Mm -hmm. also a club um yeah, I think all these years later, it's still, I feel like, just as popular as when it first launched. So um, in May of 1991, they would release detailed plans showing the 190 villas that were to be built around the Lake Buena Vista golf course that would eventually mm-hmm. become Old Key West. But originally it was called the Disney Vacation Club Resort. We are going to talk more in detail about that resort on our bonus episode on Patreon, Josie and Woo-hoo. I. But um, So we're not going to talk such a good too resort. much it about really the resort. It really is such a good resort. But, um, <clears throat> but it started with that resort. And, you know, from the research I've done, it's clear that they never planned for it to just be one resort. Um, but obviously at that time, they didn't know what was going to happen. So um, of the 190 villas, um, only 50 or 51 were for DVC rooms. The rest was just a regular resort, which again, I didn't realize yeah. because I when I think of that resort, I think DVC. But I guess starting out, they're like, "What if this doesn't do? You know, what if this doesn't do well? Let's yeah, only let's do, 50, do a little bit of both. You know, um, and then that way it worked out either way. Like, okay, if this doesn't work out, then we have normal rooms. If it does work out, everybody's gonna want to stay here anyway. So hell but yeah. What we need to talk about is the fanfare of. Walt Disney World's 20th anniversary. Well, this is Mikey. Of course, there's going to be some fanfare, AKA baby. AKA 
when sales began for DVC, which was September 30th, 1991. Um, so the base Ooh, well, price, right, sorry, so sorry, but right yeah. before that, I did want to say in May, uh, no, sorry, what am I looking for? What am I yeah, looking for in my know. notes? I'm so sorry. Okay, wait. What, did you, what time did you say? Yes, I was going to say the previous That's center. That's in October, technically, but um, this... What the heck? Okay, I was yeah, so confused October because I was like, 7th, preview center, it had to come later. before. Okay, no, okay, keep so going. this was just Kate sales. is never wrong. Why do I... Why no, would I ever doubt girl, her, y'all? Girl, this is, uh, this is just crazy to me like what an amazing like launch for this it was like the the deals the system whatever so base price for those who purchased when they launched um they got for $51 per point new members buying 230 points um made a one-time purchase of eleven thousand seven hundred and thirty dollars for a 50-year ownership that would last through january 31st 194 i mean 2042 why do i keep saying that i guess because i know we're talking about 1990s anyways so annual fees were assessed at 500 to 700 dollars and owners who would who like purchased in for mm-hmm. this deal, they would receive free admission to the Walt Disney World theme parks during their stay through December 31st, 1999. Through the end of the decade. Like, through the end of the, the what is it, Damn. century? Millennium? Whatever. Like, through the end of the decade. Millennium, yeah. Both. Whatever. Decade, millennium, so, century, yeah. And I have, I have the breakdown on another page let me find it so when we talk about going back in time we're going to also add 1991 to the list literally oh here it is okay so just to break down so you guys can understand like how these free admission tickets for nine years worked it was all based on um your accommodations when you stayed so if you stayed in a studio or a one bedroom you received two passes for check-in through check-out dates of your trip so even your day flying in and flying out you could still get into the park for free all three of the theme parks that were open at that time wow um if you were in a two-bedroom you'd get four passes because they're assuming four people are staying there if you stay in a three-bedroom you got six passes for Every day of your trip, check-in date, check-out date, um, including if you became like... they give out free tickets for anything nowadays? Like, no. No. Nope. No, that's what I'm saying. So I'm like, this is crazy. Um, So obviously this kicked off with some success. In the first month, Disney sold 107 deeds containing over 28,000 points. And then by six months, they had sold over 1500 deeds with over 400,000 points worth of worth of investment. Um, their wow. first international deed was sold to a Canadian on October 10th, 1991, so like less than really 2 quickly. weeks after. Yeah. And then um, within their first 3 months, Disney sold DVC um, deeds to residents from Germany, Mexico, Saudi Arabia, um, Malaysia, Japan, and Venezuela. So, I mean, people, it wasn't just the U.S. People, Disney fans from Everywhere. all over wanted a piece of this deal, especially with the free tickets. I'm like, the tickets alone, I, like, mm-hmm. for for nine years, it's crazy. And they got Seriously, a great deal a great on those perk. rooms, too. So, yes, double, too. double jeopardy. Right. Kate, what did you say the, the cost per point was? $51? $51 per point. Okay. 
because when I bought in 2015, so it's been like eight and a half years, yeah. I paid 165 yeah. per point, and I believe it's above 200 per, per point now. Yeah, they told, oh, yeah. they told me when I sat in my thing in 2014 or 2015, they said, everybody who buys in always wishes they could have bought in sooner because the price yep. just continues to increase, you know, which right. I, mm-hmm. that's how it goes. But um, yeah, $51 per point and people that bought 230 points, they paid one time, they paid 11,700 something dollars and they got all those theme park tickets worked in. I, I'd be Wait, so what do you mean? So they paid friends. one time. So what every year they just pay the five to seven hundred dollars yes. you're saying for 50 years. All they pay is the five to seven hundred and that covers it. That's that covers their bullshit. stay. Right. Right. And, and that's what once I pay off my the loan I took out for it um, mm. through DVC, which I think it ends in October of this year. Oh, wow. I'm only paying the fees going forward. And it's still about five to seven hundred dollars like that. Okay. Hasn't changed. Yeah. Well, that's good Some to years, know. Yeah, I think this past year was like six seventy five. The year before it was like seven twenty five. So it kind of fluctuates. Yeah, and that's I don't not know too where bad. They base it off. But yeah, once you pay off the loan, it, it's it really is just it's. it's Damn. A nice so their loan, their loan was like the one time payment of like the eleven thousand and change. Yeah, and then yep. um, one more little caveat I forgot to add about the perks of this DVC setup. People who did timeshares and stuff, probably like the big perk was like, well, what if I want to go somewhere else besides Disney? Like it's just this Mm -hmm. Disney resort. It also included a deal with Resort Condominiums International of Indianapolis that would allow Mm -hmm. DVC members to trade vacations for stays at over 100 different condominiums in Europe, Hawaii, Mexico, and the Caribbean. So, you know... Really, if you... They could go anywhere. Yeah, if you found the the worth and the money, like, and what... The tickets alone, I feel like that covers it. Yeah, $11, I wish I could have been back in 1990. That's what I'm saying. I wasn't even born, and I'm like, dang, I missed out. Right? Um, I know. I'm looking at my parents. Why didn't they get yeah. this? Yeah. There are so many things. There are so many things that we are looking at your parents for, Adam. Right? <laughs> Seriously. So, there are so many things that I'm like, what were y'all thinking? So back to what Josie was talking about, the DVC Preview Center. So when the, the Disney Vacation club resort construction began on that in november of 1990 so you know right around when they they launched the idea this phase was called conch flats um and i don't i don't know why but that's what the the name it was under um the preview center opened on october 7th 1991 and would be renamed to the commodore house on december 20th 1991 so later that year i guess at that point once it was open they didn't need really a preview center anymore because the resort would um the first member stays would be december 20th so yeah i guess the day it opened they're like we don't need to call it the preview center anymore so Mm -hmm. um but the commodore center the commodore house is no longer there because in july of 1998 they would close it and demolish it to make room for more units so um at <laughs> they Old said it, get out of here we need more rooms yeah they said we're making big money now so um for more on the disney vacation club resort aka old key west um feel free to join our patreon and check that episode out i love um, the bonus episodes yeah i'm so excited for that one but what i didn't realize until i did the research today and i mean i have the full list of like 
all the resorts across the board. I didn't realize how quickly they started moving on these resorts that were off property, like Vero Beach. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I want to go to all of them so bad. Like, well, I passed Hilton Head this past week when I was um, on the island. I didn't think I would because I wasn't looking to Mm -hmm. go there, but I ended up passing it. And one of my family members was like, oh, look, Disney. And I'm like, oh, wow, okay, it's right there. So, um, but that one was a bit of a struggle. They had a lot of fights with the people of Hilton Head. Their original concept. A lot of affluent homeowners were like, absolutely not. They were Um, like, no. mm -hmm. Um, And then Vero Beach, I feel like they weren't met with as much issues. They did have like a town hall meeting and everybody was like asking a lot about you're not going to build it any bigger than you're saying, right? You're not going to take more land. Mm -hmm. And ironically, they ended up having to cancel phase two for Vero Beach just because the sales weren't as good for that resort. They they had the original phase um, that would open in October 1995, but the second phase would get canceled in 2001, and then they would end up selling that land off in 2006. So... Funny enough, my tennis instructor, he told me yesterday that their membership is through Vero Beach. So oh, wow. it's kind of funny. Ooh. I think he re I th- I'm pretty sure he said he purchased a membership from like a member. So that probably is why. But um, I okay. was surprised when he said that. I was like, huh, of all places. Adam, where is your home resort? Um, it's at Grand Floridian. Oh yeah, baby. Yeah, when I sat in my meeting, the options were I think Grand Floridian or maybe alani i can't remember mm-hmm. I oh that's the thing like, right like you can't just buy anywhere you know it's just based on what they had i think the options they had were maybe not alani because it had been open for a few years unless they built like a new building i don't know but i remember grand flow was one of them right because the, they had just yeah. built the dvc tower or Converted, I don't remember if it was a new yeah. tower that they converted or, or an old tower they converted or a new tower, but they had just opened the DVC tower at um, Grand Floridian. And they have another, another one, one recently. Well, they have another Grand Flo one recently because our friends, the Mouselets, they bought into Grand Floridian like a month or two ago, like recently, mm-hmm. which I was surprised about. And I, 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 I know Super there's the Poly... Them tower that we've been seeing too right. so it's just crazy how many of these they keep being able and to pop I, up. the new disneyland hotel tower yes yeah yes. i have a friend who just bought into that too oh, really? and i'm very jealous yeah i'm jealous that's awesome yeah i was like that sounds so cool maybe one day I'm, this this episode is hyping me up maybe maybe i maybe i do Girl, want to be a TV if member. they if they got mikey back in there and he's like let's right. do let's do some stuff like we did before i'd be like yes. no they'll never but they'll never do that um the one thing that did surprise me though is the concept of disney vacation club west um which Ooh. in my mind i would assume oh california but no it was actually what would become boardwalk um, they were working on that as early as 1992. That that resort wouldn't open till 96. But before they even mm-hmm. started on Vero Beach or Hilton Head, they were having talks of a resort near Epcot around Beach Club yeah. and Yacht Club. Boardwalk and is a great resort. Yeah. I really want to go to I the Flying Fish. 
I've never been I've there and everyone says gone. the food is I've amazing. Never yeah. I've never been. But every time I hear people say like the food is amazing and I'm like, I really should go. Like I've heard nothing but good things for like forever about that restaurant, but I've never, never gone in all the years I've lived here. I've never gone either. I feel like I've eaten probably everywhere else at Boardwalk, but there. I've yeah, eaten everywhere same. else. Um, so yeah, we, so we ended up getting... Vero Beach in 95, Hilton Head in 96. They had announced the ideas for a Newport Beach location um, in 94. Um, they like Newport cur- Beach themed or like, like No, like Newport Beach in California. Like Disney purchased oh. um, 35 acres of Newport Coast um, between Laguna and Newport because they wow. were thinking it's right by Disneyland. Like, this is a great idea. So they did. They, um, it was going to be a 650 vacation villa concept, Mediterranean village themed construction was supposed to begin in 1995. It was supposed to open in 1997. It just ended up getting pushed off and didn't ever happen. The funny thing is though, there's a Marriott timeshare area over there. And it's like, I think it's Marriott Newport coast or whatever, which is Mm -hmm. like, they, they were literally going to name it. Newport Coast, Disney's Newport Coast or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so a lot of the sites I looked at were like, if you want an idea of what it was going to look like, look at this Marriott at this, that's yeah, over there. Like that's literally they. what they were going to do. I think it just came down to like everything else they had going on. They were already trying to get Vero Beach going. They were already trying to get, um, you know, Hilton Head. They were trying to get um, Boardwalk. Like all of that was in that same amount of time. Um, mm-hmm. so I think that it just came down to like, let's just sell off the land and like, we'll try in California again later. But I was surprised. I never knew about the Newport beach one. And I think, yeah, I didn't know that either. I it's think crazy yeah, that they have so many, like, I feel like most people wouldn't know that they have them in like so many other locations. Yeah. 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 Um, so in January of 1996, we would see the DBC resort become old key West. I think this happened because boardwalk was going to be opening so it wouldn't make sense for them to have one still called the disney vacation club resort and then another one on property a different name so um i i feel like that makes a lot of sense um Mm -hmm. the dvc villas would open before the resort itself um on june 10th 1996 boardwalk in as a as a resort would open to the public a few weeks later on july 1st 1996 um and back then, the tagline, well, the original tagline was where the magic never ends. But in 1998, the tagline was changed to creating magical memories for years to come. Mm. So, I like both that. Both very cute. Yeah. And then, I mean, they kept, they kept rocking and rolling. Um, 1999, April 1999, they started the groundbreaking on the Wilderness Lodge Villas, which that one confused me be- because... I was trying to search like where what are what are the villas at Wilderness Lodge like where are they and they're called Boulder Creek now but at the time they were just the villas at Wilderness Lodge. I think um, it's Boulder Ridge. Boulder Ridge, okay, Boulder Ridge, and, then and Copper, Copper Creek, Creek was okay, like the, okay, the okay, one okay. they added. And that Kate and I sense. have stayed at Copper Creek were the ones we stayed at, right, Kate? Yes, the cabins. Yeah, yeah we've stayed at. And the I've newer stayed ones. at Boulder Ridge one time, but they those before they redid. It. I believe they redid it a couple years ago. It was kind of. Uh, needing a, a refurb. Yeah, when I stayed there, it was just like, okay, this is a basic Disney room from, you know, 20 years ago. 
Yeah. I wrote, yeah, I wrote down Boulder Ridge correctly, too. I guess in my mind, I'm just like, Boulder Creek. Um, but, yeah, so that one moved along pretty quickly. Then the next year, they decided they needed the Beach Club Villas because um, they already had Beach Club. So May um, 2000, they announced those. Um, another one that never came to be, the Eagle Pines Project um, that they were going to do, that was announced July 23rd, 2001. We all know that tourism would get a little hinky a few months later um but that was supposed to be the largest ownership resort project to date it was going to have six they kept trying these 600 units like again 600 unit ownership so many cool hotels um, that never happened disney why do this you do this one to us was, we need to do an episode on those this one was estimated opening between spring and summer 2004 um it would never come to be but it is now that where the Four Seasons is. So that Ooh, land and that's is a nice that's a nice location. Is. But the crazy thing is, if you look up the concept art for this resort, I feel like it looks a lot like the concept art for the Four Seasons. So I wouldn't be surprised if they kind of pulled that inspiration yeah. from that from that design stuff. Yeah. Um, and then by then. 2001 in October of 2001 DBC celebrated its 10th anniversary um Old Key West celebrated its 10th anniversary in December um so this next one is the reason that the Eagle Pines concept didn't happen um in January of 2002 the um Disney Institute it was announced that the Disney Institute would be no more and the space would be refurbished into a DVC resort. They didn't announce mm-hmm. a theme yet, but they said they were going to take some of the buildings down and turn them into units and um basically with what was going on with tourism at the time, it made way more sense to just kind of abandon that brand new Eagle Pines project that was going to be a ton of construction and just take their existing property and flip it around into, you know, a DVC property. Um, But it was supposed to be 192 new timeshare units. Um, In 2002, we would see Beach Club Villas open. Saratoga Springs concept would be announced later that year in September set to open in 2004 and the number jumped up to 480 timeshare units because they ended up turning apartments at Disney Institute into I guess like those bedroom villas and then Mm -hmm. the ones that they needed to transform they could and it sounds like for a while the treehouse villas kind of sat there I want to stay there so bad they were um it apparently it was housing for like international um college program um what oh for a while and then can we please do that can we please 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 stay at the treehouse villas i want to it's on my list that would be Um, so much fun so those just kind of sat and then there was a hurricane or some some natural disaster happened and they ended up kind of just letting them sit there for a while and then i know in like like years later like i think 2010s ish they finally reopened them and were like featuring them again um i feel like those got a refurbishment right pretty recently or something like i I feel like they just got like i remember hearing about them i I feel like i remember a few years ago hearing like a bunch about them and yeah they they were very outdated i i've stayed there probably most of of any dvc resort because it's the easiest to get a room at 
Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, for a, for a very long time, they were very, very, very outdated. Are you, oh, wait, you're talking about Saratoga or you're talking about the Treehouse Villas or both? Oh, I was talking about Saratoga. Oh, Saratoga. Yes. I have to agree. I yeah. do think when I stayed there, they were very outdated, but I've yeah. had friends stay there and they seemed nicer. I did really like the property though. Like what they had available the and vibes, the ease of getting to yeah. Disney Springs and the vibes, yeah. but the rooms were very like, I was like, oh gosh. Um, but yeah, I felt like they did something new to the Treehouse Villas not that long ago, where all of a sudden oh, it was yeah. like, yeah, I don't. They were pushing it again, and I was like, damn, I didn't even know these existed. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I mean, I'm dying to stay there. I love mm-hmm. when you, I love when you ride from like um, Port Orleans to Disney Springs, and you see mm-hmm. them on the side, like they, they look amazing, and I forget about them because like I feel like no one really talks about them. But I'm, I'm dying. Yeah, to I don't know why they're not more po- popular. Like I feel like they're so cool. I can't wait. It to may stay just there. be that they don't have enough of them to where they really want to app. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like they don't yeah, have yeah, a yeah, ton yeah. of units. Um, but I mean, I it, it's definitely on my list. And then I'm after- excited to stay at the cabins. Me too, especially since they're about to get transformed um, mm-hmm. yep. into DVC, which is so fitting that we're going to be there we're this weekend and now we're recording about DVC. Um, yeah, so continuing down the list, next would be the Animal Kingdom Lodge Villas in 2000, that would open in 2007. Um, Bay Lake Tower would open in 2009. This one, if you guys have seen my Instagram story, I talked about how that used to actually be the area where there was a contemporary wing. It was the South Wing. They still have the North Wing, but they demolished that to build, I mean, a much taller tower. It made way more sense with the space. Um, yeah. And then um, we got the villas at Grand California in 2009. This surprised me because in my mind, not knowing anything about DVC, I just knew, oh, Grand Californian is a DVC resort. I assumed when they opened in 2001 that it was just out the gate DVC. But I guess yeah. back then it was so early that they yeah, were Yeah, I'm sure it was harder for like, them to bring eh. into the California since there's not that many hotels out there. That yeah. makes a lot more, that makes sense. Yeah, and then two years later, Alani would open in 2011. Alani um, is the best. It yeah, is the best I'm dying the to go there. The my best. Again, my tennis instructor's going there for his honeymoon for now. So yeah, I am so jealous. I absolutely am obsessed with Alani. I have been since our trip years ago. Obviously my family's oh my not DVC. DVC, we got a really, really good um, cast member discount. And I remember being shocked when my stepdad wanted to go. So I'm like hoping that maybe we can convince him again. But it was just like such a great trip. We absolutely like fell in love with Aulani. And I would I would go back in a second. I feel like CPP needs to record a live episode at Aulani. I would love that. I, mm-hmm. I say let's do that. So after Alani, um, this is when we kind of start to see just like the buildings getting added on to existing resorts, like um, the villas at Grand Floridian open in 2013, Polynesian villas and bungalows open in 2015, and then the Copper Creek villas and cabins um, that we talked about earlier, those opened in 2017. So, um, you know, I for me, I just assumed all these resorts that have villas, I didn't realize like, oh, they actually opened beforehand with yeah. I, for a long time. I didn't even realize like Beach Club was a resort that people could stay at if they weren't DVC, because in my mind, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, it's it DVC. can be really confusing. So um, I feel like I've learned so much more, you know, in the past five years with mm-hmm. having 
a friend with DVC and staying on property more since the pandemic and everything. Um, but the next truly, what I would consider like truly a DVC resort to come would come in 2020 Disney's Riviera Resort. Um, yeah. The funny thing about that one though is um, we've talked, we haven't talked on here about it, but just like in general, it sounds like that one is kind of iffy to buy into though because our friends the mouselets were talking about how if you buy into riviera when they purchased recently they chose grand floridian because if you buy into riviera and you if you were to resell for whatever reason if someone buys your membership they their points will only be good for the riviera resort which i feel like is unheard of because i feel like i the think they're having part, a hard time because the yeah. rooms there are so significantly small. smaller they are. than anywhere else and I mean, no pop-out bed is great good location enough for that kind of stuff you know like, no i mean like it's a great resort and gorgeous. i've stayed in like one it's of the bigger small. rooms it's gorgeous it has great stuff on the property but yeah it's I love smaller to visit and her. i think that's a big yeah, I think that's a big right. issue for, for, for people. two people. It's great for anyone more yeah. like because like Kelsey Without and I just stayed there in May. Rooms, yeah, right, and it it was great for two people. But yeah. if, if you know you had four or five people, like you know, yeah. DVC rooms are made for. It's it's tough. Yeah, that mm-hmm. is tough. It is tough. So then after that, um, the most recent are the villas at Disneyland Hotel in 2023. I believe those opened in April. Did they already open, Adam? You would know. You're on that coast. Did they open yet or are they about to open? I think they're about to open. I could look really Okay, quick. okay. Yeah, I, th- I was trying to do research and I thought I saw something saying like, now open, but it might I might be confusing that with something else. And then... The most recent thing um, after that will be in 2024, the cabins at Fort Wilderness Resort are going to be transformed into DVC, which for me is wild. Like how, talk about the ultimate like refurb. We're taking something from virtually Walt Disney World's beginning. I mean, obviously Mm -hmm. I don't think the cabins were there at the beginning, but you know what I'm saying? Like they're taking like some bare bones stuff and they're like, yeah. we are going to finesse this into more money and more DVC memberships. Yep. Um, so I'm glad that Josie and I will be there this weekend um, getting to stay because I've never stayed. I've only visited people there and knowing that they're about to be an ain't there no more new version situation. I think it's going to be cool to have experienced that and then hopefully experience the new version yeah um so the the new dvc tower at the disneyland hotel is opening september 28th okay okay it's coming up okay it's coming up it's coming up it's it's you could buy into it now oh maybe that dvc maybe that's what it was maybe that's what i saw Um, but you can't stay until end of september okay that makes sense um and then as for like DVC resorts that never were to happen, we talked about Newport Coast already that got canceled in February of 97. Eagle Pines didn't officially get canceled, but it was kind of just assumed by 2002 they weren't doing it anymore. Um, I read about two more that like I never really saw anything about. One was um, Mountain Ridge in Colorado. It was never like officially announced. But mm-hmm. it it wasn't a secret, but it wasn't announced as like Mountain Ridge coming soon. Yeah. Um, 
Mount, a Mountain Ridge resort would end up opening in 1998, but not by Disney. It opened by, like, Marriott or someone else. So, I think mm. they just had so much going on at that time. Again, like, I think with yeah. Barrow Beach and Hilton Head, they were like, we're not going to take on that animal right now. And then... Yeah. There was an idea for a Disney's Times Square Villas. Um, <sighs> like, in wow. New York Times Square, basically the concept behind this was that they had just recently um, revitalized the new Amsterdam Theater with the premieres of Aladdin and some of the other Disney Renaissance movies taking place there. And I guess Disney was in the works with somebody who owned hotels that was like, We'd love to do a Disney concept, like, you know, in New York. It would be Times cool Square. in New York City, especially because of their Disney store and yeah. because of their, like, mm-hmm. connection to Broadway. That would yeah. be really cool. And I bet people would eat it up. Because I feel like that's what they did with Aulani is that they basically were like, okay, when people are not coming to Disney for vacation, yeah. where are we losing them to? Like, Hawaii. where are they going yeah. when they're not coming here? And it was yeah. Hawaii. So that's, that's why they fair. made one in Hawaii. But I feel like a lot of Disney fans are also, like, Broadway, New York City, you know what yeah. I mean? Like that I mean, they would oh, yeah. totally stay I mean, there. I, I could totally see it as a selling point of experience, you know, New York City with a Disney touch or something, you mm-hmm. know, like they probably would have had some sort of deal for like Disney on Broadway tickets or, you know, whatever, like tours and stuff. But that idea was canceled in April of 1996. So that didn't happen. And then the one that we all have talked about recently with River Country Disney Reflections. Uh, I think it was called a Lakeside Lodge or something like that. Disney it looked like garbage hole. It looked like yeah. garbage um, hole. That one, they never unannounced it. They just quietly removed it from every crevice of the DVC website, you know, yes. after the pandemic. They were like, we are not doing this. So, um, which is so interesting because looking at the dynamic of the fact that we got a brand new riviera resort and then now they're just back to you know adding on a building or changing existing stuff well i think Um, because riviera didn't do super great that's what i'm thinking it's like beloved like people love it like it's beautiful and cute Mm -hmm. like but it's still kind of struggling because the rooms aren't big enough like people were not excited about that resort they were like it literally looks like any other hotel like it does not look like a disney hotel it literally just looks like and it was just a lazy execution of a theme too like it was it was so bad tiana's restaurant at a resort that was theming around like Bambi and Pocahontas like it didn't make sense um no it made absolutely no sense and it didn't look like even the Bambi and Pocahontas theming you could not see that like you could not see that in the theming of the hotel at all like I hope they put something else in its place I hope so too I'm hoping since they've got the pad cleared you know maybe they'll put Mm -hmm. something else there now maybe not even DVC I mean they're gonna choose DVC because they make money make more money on that obviously Mm -hmm. and it would be cool to have a new DVC resort you know what i mean yeah but yeah i mean um, honestly we need more rooms in the inventory because it's so hard to get something yeah i'm i'm guessing how all these resorts work is that they just have some rooms that aren't like dvc like that's what i'm thinking because like riviera i could have booked i tried booking riviera for my trip in march and i was i'm not dvc so i think they're built as like dvc and they're dvc but then they must still have like rooms that people can just buy like books or whatever so that again that was something i didn't understand like for the longest i thought i couldn't stay at any of these resorts unless i borrowed Mm -hmm. points or you know i knew somebody that could book the room for me um 
but that's the that's the DVC resorts. I figured we could talk about the benefits of Disney Vacation Club, maybe in case. People well, don't I want to talk it. about the cool stuff they do, like that the other things they do that make you want to be like yeah, a DVC benefits. member, like the, like the clubs. Well, I was like, yeah, I guess I'd call it benefit, but I'm saying like the I don't know. Benefits to me are more the, of like something that's more event. guaranteed. But I'm talking about yeah, like the Moonlight Magic and stuff like that. Like when I think benefits, I think like their benefits listed out in their contract. But yeah, just like. They do a lot of really cool stuff that I feel like it makes Disney people want to be DVC members. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know that necessarily it's marketed to, like, the wider, like, everybody and their mother, like Disney in general is. But they do really cool things on, like, the DVC social accounts and really cool, like, photo shoots. And the events are awesome. Like, Moonlight Magic is great. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, the stuff I found was the Moonlight Magic event. I think they've done other events in the past. I just can't think of any. Oh, yeah. Um, they have the three lounges. They have the Epcot Lounge above the Imagination Pavilion. They have the Top of the World Lounge at Bay Lake Tower. I feel like a lot of people don't know about that lounge, especially since it was closed for a few years. And then Disneyland Park just recently got a lounge in Tomorrowland. Yeah. Is it what the, is it, correct me if I'm wrong, Adam, is it where the Magic Key lounge used to be? Yeah, it's, I I haven't been yet, but it is, it's where you and I went to the Magic Key lounge, like back when you first got yours in like 2021. We need to go back to the lounge here. Yeah. Yeah, Together. I want to go. I want to go. I've Let's only gone the one time. It's been almost a year since Adam and I went to Top of the World. It's that's crazy. Um, yeah. yeah, we've got to go. Um, so I think that's great that they have the three lounges. I'm honestly glad that they gave DVC side, like a Disneyland side, a DVC lounge. Now, I guess with the new mm-hmm. villas opening, they're probably like we've we've got to come up with some more perks for this coast. Um, right. But apparently, DVC members also get complimentary parking, which I feel like is a no-duh situation, but, like, because we have annual passes and stuff. But that mm-hmm. that is nice that they have complimentary parking included. I know mm-hmm. they get, like, dining and park merchandise discounts. They have access to that Sorcerer Pass now. I think before that, they just had, like, discounts on tickets and stuff, which was great. Do you all still get discounts on regular tickets, Adam, or is it just the Sorcerer Pass? I don't think so. It's just back in the day, or back in the day, back before the (laughs) pandemic changed everything. Yeah. um, I, as a DVC member, I was able to buy, like, the Florida Resident Pass. Um, yeah. for Walt Disney World. Mm-hmm. Um, and now, you know, now it's only the Sorcerer Pass, which is great because if, you know, out-of-state people can technically only buy, like, the highest level pass. Yeah. But, you know, with the with the DVC membership, I'm able to buy the Sorcerer Pass instead, which is a lot cheaper. It is. It's nice that they offer that um, to out-of-state DVC people because mm-hmm. they had to do something for y'all. They they I feel like they have perks and stuff, but... I feel like I feel like even two decades ago there were probably better perks for being a DVC mm-hmm. member. You know what I mean? Oh like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they're really riding on the fact that there's so many locations that you could stay at as like the main the main thing. Um, another yeah. thing that I didn't think about that they offer is. Um, they have dedicated laundry areas for free, which, like, again, no duh in, like, the one-bedroom and two-bedroom and beyond. They have, like, dedicated laundry in the room. But it, mm-hmm. I think it's so nice that they have, like, a laundry 
area that members who are staying in a studio or something have the ability to go do their laundry. Mm -hmm. If they're staying for two weeks or they want to pack light or something like normally you'd have to pay to use the laundry facilities, I think. I'm pretty sure. So I thought that was nice. Um, Pool hopping. I feel like they don't really get on to us about pool hopping as much anymore. But I feel like before the pandemic, they were kind of all over, like, you needed to scan your magic band and stuff to get into pools. So... Yeah, I mean, those are the perks I found. Unless, Adam, can you think of anything else? Or yeah, Adam. Well, Adam has um, the added perk of our friendship, so that's, that's pretty true. cool for him. That's, that's true. That, that's very true. Um, not really. I mean, that, that's more or less it, um, at least that I know about. I don't know if there's secret perks that I just haven't gotten to at this point. Yeah. I wish, though I wish it's so hard to get access to the moonlight moonlight magic nights yeah Mm -hmm. like it's it's impossible i've been a member for eight and a half years now and i've only gotten to two at uh no one at california venture and two at disneyland and that's it wow and i've tried for disney world you know at the four disney world parks and i haven't been able to get into any of them so That's so annoying. I did not think it was that difficult to get. It's it's really difficult. It's Do, like trying to sign up for like the, you know, the marathon races and whatever. It's just such a pain. They do technically do like um, DVC previews and stuff for attractions too now that I think about it. Oh, yep. It. They do. They do the DVC previews and then um, I think I lost my train of thought, but they do... They do that, and then I think they, I think I saw they might do like for H2O Glow Night or something. Maybe they do one where they let the DVC go first, or DVC does it or something. So I I guess they're trying to work them in there. I, I I think they feel it. I feel like they try to add stuff every now and again, like randomly. I'm glad they reopened that Top of the World Lounge because it was like, Mm -hmm. we were Mm -hmm. like two years without it. Um, And it was, I feel like it was just a great place to have, to give people this perk, you know, that like you paid into this and you get to go to this exclusive place, you know, do this fun stuff. And it had been gone for so long. But um, yeah, we, Josie and I got to go to the Moonlight Magic event at um, Animal Kingdom back in 2019, I believe. And it was a lot of fun. So great. It was so great. We yeah. had such a good time. It is. And I've been to the one and I've gone, I think, twice in Hollywood, not Hollywood oh, Studios. I'm, I'm sorry. Twice in oh. Animal Kingdom, once in Hollywood Studios. Oh, I and they had out a lot of awesome like Star Wars yeah. characters. And it was it was really, really fun. Like we had a great time. So it is a great event. They include so much they like do. food. and It's better than any other yeah, one. Yeah, that was one thing I was impressed about is, um, you know, for the Animal Kingdom one in particular, we got like game tickets for Dino Land's Carnival Game which was nice and then we got like a quick service meal right somewhere in the park which was nice because i mean the food coupons are nice too yeah yeah. i feel like it's like definitely nicer than any of the other after hours events and then is it paid adam do you have to pay for the tickets no it's free Oh, so That's yeah, probably why because they go people, so the after hours events, you have to pay a ton of money for them yeah. and right. they don't include as much and these are no. free and they include a lot. So I would say yeah. those are a huge, huge perk. And after hours events, I don't think they bring out special characters and stuff. I think it's literally just no. rides and then popcorn and like bottled yeah. drinks or something and Mickey mm-hmm. bars. No, so, they had, yeah, when I mean, we went at least, they had like lots of really cool like Star Wars yeah. characters and like it was, there was a Carl lot of really Fredrickson, cool. Because we met Carl Fredrickson and that was amazing. Yep. And there were Hell, other characters yeah, we did. to me, but we didn't, we didn't wait for anybody else, just Carl. No. Um, we, Carl was the reason we wanted to go, so yeah. that's why we waited for him. But other than that, we ate and we did lots of other cool stuff. But yeah, that's a huge perk. So, 
before, uh, so while I was looking into DVC, I found this weird thing that I've never heard of until this episode. Have you guys heard of the character DVC? No. Okay, so I can't find dates on this situation. I can't find dates on it. But basically, they created this character. Um, Her name was DVC. So her name's DV, (laughs) and her last name's C. Let me find my piece of paper because I want to. I want to make sure I give you all the full the full DVC T. Okay. Because this, this is Justice one of those... Miss DVC. Yes, yeah, so Miss DVC was an original DVC character. The reason I found her is because I was looking in the Disney Files, like a Disney Files magazine article. Yeah. And they had a section called Where in the World is DVC? And it was like this cartoon lady. She has like red hair or whatever. And her whole thing, like her whole write-up is about how she's the one that inspired, she's the first lady of (laughs) Disney Vacation Club. She's the one that inspired Disney to create DVC and use her name as the program's initials. And her husband is a successful optometrist named Dr. Luke C., um, and she's from Wisconsin, and they were announcing... She's from Wisconsin? What yes. the hell? That's All right. these things That's are random. random. Okay, so well, wait. Random. It gets it gets more random. Okay, she's so from she, Wisconsin. So she's Your from... a doctor. She's like, from, what the hell? So, well, okay, her husband's name is Dr. Luke C., Doctor, look and see. Anyway, so um, so <laughs> she's from a farm in Wisconsin where people go to smell the dairy air. That's again, and like she's she's a punny what? character. Okay, so does she have a okay. fat ass? She well, according to her column, she said that she's a beautiful and skinny woman. Um, but she said she's beautiful and skinny. Yes, yes. <laughs> what the fuck is so, it? Anyway, so. <laughs> So I looked. What, a, what the hell so is this? So I looked a little bit more. So I looked a little bit more into DV into DVC to to figure out who the hell this woman is. So she had a website, guys. It was dvpacksherbags.com. If you go to that website now, it just redirects you to the DVC site. Um, I checked today. Um, she had she had a web series, y'all. She had like six episodes of a web series, and basically these no like way. five to seven minute episodes, which you can find on YouTube. I'm including one of them in the show notes. Um, she. Basically, it was her showing you around some new aspect of DVC. So the first episode was her taking a tour with an Imagineer of the Bay Lake Tower preview. Like the Bay Lake Tower. And you've seen what she looks like? Yes. So I'm going to talk a little bit more about her because people who are DVC who listen to this, they may remember meeting her at events that they used to have. We're going to talk about it. What? So... Anyway, this is absolutely leave it to Kate to find something absolutely bonkers. It was crazy. So, anyway, so she had six episodes. The first one she covered Bay Lake Tower, and the way they did it, marketing wise, like again, we're a marketing PR podcast. It was kind of cool because she's like this, like really over the top character. Like think of, um, think of like the the people you'd meet um, at. MGM, like the the people on the street, yeah, the, the yeah, citizens yeah. of Hollywood. Like I'm pretty sure she she also frequented as a citizen of Hollywood. So so she's like that kind of vibe. So okay, anyway, so it wasn't like a it was like a 
She's like a character, like, like a character they created for DVC to kind of like. But she was be like a, a character, like a face character. She yes, wasn't like she a, was a face character. Okay. So if you watch these oh, wow. episodes, which I'll have one in the show notes, and I'll maybe send one to you guys after this, so you guys can laugh. But um, so the first one she covered Bay Lake Tower, and this it was cool the way they executed it because she's like, I'm gonna go and um give you guys like an unofficial tour, and she had like this like um you know chain cutter with her. She was like, I'm gonna take you guys like it's not open yet and then she like tricks people into like not riding on the front of the monorail because the front of the monorail was still a thing and she like gets on the front of the monorail and then when she gets there the Imagineer's waiting for her so she doesn't have to break in to give us the tour and he's like trying to tell her about the new resort and she keeps like giving him ideas of what she thinks they need and she's like we need a lounge at the top of the resort for people to hang out oh we need balconies for the fireworks so they're basically marketing the things about this new resort through like this little funny like oh well we already have it yeah yeah he's basically like dv are you not listening like i'm telling you we have so her next episode was about the cruise line, which was actually really funny. She never makes it to the cruise. She gets, like, stopped by a police because she was speeding. She, like, she get, runs out this of gas. This girl is like, wild. She is. She's she wild. Wild from Wisconsin. Third episode, she thinks she went to Africa, but she didn't. She went to Kadani Village DVC Resort. And so the whole thing. <laughs> she's also a dumb bitch. So the whole thing is that she's like, I'm so excited I'm in Africa. Like, they blindfolded me on the plane, you know, whatever. So the whole time she's walking around, they're all covered. Covering their like dis their like logos and stuff, so she back thinks when she's they had Africa. fun. This can't be real. No, this it is. Be. Back when they had fun. Yes, that's what I'm saying. So then, um, she also did Grand California, and she did a Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party, which that's the one that I'm including because it shows her daughter and her husband in that one, and they all go to the Christmas party, which What's is the so fun. Name? It's it's um Ariel, so it's not it's not a funny name. Hell? I don't know why. Um, why and would they randomly so they name her Ariel? After a character? Yes. Yeah, and, and then the last episode is the Treehouse Villas, which, like I said, I think they were that episode was in around 2010, and I think they were trying to like promote the Treehouse Villas at that time. So they had her go like check out the Treehouse. They had. Chip and Dale try to help her learn how to climb a tree because she didn't realize there was going to be stairs to the tree. It was it it was entertaining to say the least. Um, so DVC actually has like kind of an annoying rap on like forums. Like a lot of forums are like we hated her, and then some people were like she's so funny. But she used to host these events, guys, called Welcome Home Wednesdays at four p.m. every week at the Atlantic what? Dance Hall at boardwalk so every wednesday at 4 p.m dvc members who were in town could come to the atlantic dance hall and they could get snacks they could get drinks they could play this dvc trivia hosted by dvc it was disney vacation club trivia hosted by dvc um and win prizes and it was kind of yeah also kind of confusing no right yeah so so she would basically she hosted this like hour hour long event every Wednesday so people who came in town that wanted to feel community and kind of meet other people who were in DVC or whatever yeah and it was also a place for them to teach about what was coming for DVC so it was an excuse to be like oh well did you hear about Bay Lake Tower or oh Mm -hmm, did you hear about mm -hmm. this so um I'm mentioning her because she's crazy and random and there's like literally no proof of her except for a pin on eBay um there's like a cartoon pin of her on eBay and then her (laughs) episodes are on her episodes are like literally on um 
on YouTube. And then I found a video of her from 2019. Um, I think that's probably the last time we've seen her. She did, she was in a video on Facebook that Disney put out, DVC put out. But what? I think she's like this retired. I think she moved back to Wisconsin is what they're saying. But They said get your ass back to Wisconsin. Let some people smell your dairy air, which is a crazy storyline. <laughs> no, that I know. is absolutely crazy. No, I know, but then they were saying that people sniffed her ass. No, they said she's <laughs> no, they said she's from a farm in Wisconsin where people like to go to visit and smell the dairy air, like dairy right, cheese. Right, dairy air. Yes, I get it, but the pun is that they like to go to her farm and sniff the dairy air, which also is ass and ass. No, I know, ass. but it's but they didn't. She didn't say my dairy air. The, the whole thing is she it said was like the dairy. Dar- so yeah. any any ass they can get their hands on. Look, guys. Look, guys. Two thousand nine ish DVC Disney Vacation Club was wild to say the least. Apparently. They, it, it's a long, it's a long, it's a shark, jumping the shark away from like what they started in 1991. But I just thought that was interesting that they came up with this character. They were like, we're going to do this. We'll use her in our little magazine. We'll do these little webisodes because webisodes were popular in 2009, 2010. Um, mm-hmm. So they were probably just trying to jump on board. But I don't know. I thought, I thought she was funny and entertaining. I feel like it comes down to like, we won't see that again because they're not going to do something like kind of out. Because she was kind of cheeky. Like the stuff she would say um, was Yeah, she cheeky. said sniffing her ass. So, so yeah, yeah, she was pretty cheeky. <laughs> she was, it wasn't her butt. It was, it was a pun. It was a play on words. It was a, it was a ha ha. I get will. it. I get the pun, but I still, it's very cheeky for them to say sniffing yeah. the derriere. Like, I'm, but I don't know. I thought it was interesting. I was like, that's the a cool way DVC to utilize. The next DVC survey I get after I stay in a DVC <laughs> room, if it's going to say, what would you change about this experience? I'm going to talk about this character. <laughs> DVC. Like, be like, I back. wish I got to see DVC. DVC. So I don't know. I thought it was, I thought it was kind of crazy. I found everything I could find about her because there is no dates. There's no like wiki page about her or anything. Like I was like, what can I find? And that's a whole Disney character. Like that's crazy. No, I know it was crazy. So yeah. So I think she probably stopped doing that stuff maybe around 2011, 2012. And for whatever reason, they brought her back for that video for Facebook. But anyways, there used to be a DVC character named DVC. Um, that's something yeah so i i thought that was thought that was kind of crazy um and then from a marketing standpoint i would just say to point out that like when disney vacation club launched like they didn't have social media so the only way that people could learn about this was through either the disney channel which at the time was not available to everybody or you know just like people staying on property but one of the key things about their sales pitch was that um, throughout the sales pitch, they allowed, they gave three different opportunities where anybody could like leave if they wanted to leave. Like they didn't have to feel like they were there for hours, like normal timeshares. They didn't have any like starting out, they didn't have any incentives to go there. Um, Like they didn't even offer like gift card, anything like that. Yeah. Um, So I feel like they really tried their best to be like, a step above everybody else. And then obviously over time they figured out like, Oh, if we add like a $50 dining card or fast passes or whatever, you know? Um, but I thought that was interesting. And then they said that the salespeople, they, uh, 
they actually were getting their commission based on how they interacted with the customers. So if the customers said that they felt the person was pushy or something, they were not going to get like they weren't going to get compensated on that. So basically it eliminated the need for that pushy time sales as time share aspect that you would normally mm-hmm. see. So I feel again, I just feel like com- going all the way back from DVC the character back to 1991, I feel like they really engineered every aspect of the process to be as relaxing and like yeah. like a good decision as possible, which is mm-hmm. nice. So yeah, I'm convinced. I am ready to join DVC. <laughs> me too. I'm it's, ready it's to join. Honestly, Sign it's me great. Up. It's great if you are someone who plans trips in advance. Yeah. Because that's really the only time you can guarantee getting like, you know, a room. at least four days in a row in the same room. If you look, you know, a few months out, a lot of the times it's like, okay, I can that's get one night here insane. and two nights here and, you know, two more nights yeah. at a different location. So if you if you're able to plan in advance, it's great. If you're kind of a last second person, it's really tough to get anything more than a night or two at a time. But Josie, for you as a local, you know, that's totally fine. You guys could be like, oh, let's see if there's anything available for Thursday night. And Mm -hmm. there's a random room Mm -hmm. available. You could go and, you know, enjoy the pools and stuff. But, you know, for me flying across the country, it's tough to do something like that. Yeah. So you really need to plan in advance to to really maximize the DVC benefits. I think this episode was a success. I feel like no one, Kate has unearthed DVC and I can't wait to learn more about and her. her that like, and her And her ass. It's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Take a shot every time I've said ass this entire episode. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait to look up DVC. I can't wait to see what she looks like. I, I was going to say, I'm going to send y'all a video after this so you guys yeah, can watch please. it. Yeah, please. I need to see And this. there will be one I'm or two videos in the in the show notes if people want to look but i i was like how have i never heard of this because i was going to disney at that time but yeah. i think it was like Same. really like a hush hush situation yeah, if, if like you know, if you, you know weren't at these thing, welcome apparently. home wednesdays you really didn't know because i wouldn't have non non known to go to like dvpacksforbags.com to watch these webisodes like but this is what i was telling nick this morning like People are like, how are you not tired of Disney? Like, I learn something new every day about Disney. Like, I never knew about DVC. Mm -hmm. The person. I've been going to Disney for 35 years of my life. Yeah. I've been a DVC member for eight and a half years. Like, I've been going to Disney World for 12 years at this point. Yeah. And I still learn new things almost every day. And especially when we record. Yeah. And that's why, that's why people are like, how are you not tired of it? Because there's, there's never There's enough. always something there's new. always something. Well, to that I say, I feel like we're yeah. winding down. To yeah. that I say, if you know of any cool and crazy stuff that you think we might not know about, yeah. let us know. Please. Send us a DM anytime, Carousel Project Podcast. We love chatting with you guys. Or... As you know, you can leave us a voicemail, and we are so excited. We really haven't gotten very many so far, so please leave us a voicemail. We will play it in the show, or if you don't want us to, you can just say, hey, don't play it. Just answer my question. But the voicemail number is 407-457-4456. Again, 407-457-4456, and we'll listen to what you have to say or your story or your question, and then we'll play it in the episode. And yeah, it's going to be super fun, so... Leave us a voicemail. 
Yes, and as we've mentioned probably once or twice in this episode, we do have a Patreon, and one Mm -hmm. of the best things about our Patreon is the bonus episodes, and this week is a bonus episode week. There is a bonus episode all about Old Key West Resort, so if you haven't joined us on Patreon, now's the time. We have, what, five or six bonus episodes on there by now, so there's a lot to listen to. Um, I think this is... Eight? Wow, we How are many? busy. Yeah. Hang on, let me let me check my my archives here. But also on top of that, you get five minute previews of the episode before it comes out. You depending on what tier you are, you also get access to the full list of topics for the season. You get to vote on potential topics in the future. So if you love Lots our podcast, cool mm-hmm. check out Patreon. See if any of the tiers work for you. We would yeah, this, love this is for the you guys eighth to join. bonus episode. Dang. This is I'm so proud of us. I'm yep. so proud of us. So that's it about Patreon. Woohoo! And as always, share us with your friends and family and join that Patreon. We've got so many awesome bonus episodes on there. So check it out. And we are still collecting five star reviews. Five. Adam's five. favorite Adam's number. favorite number. So always if you haven't been. so if you haven't left us um, a five-star review yet on either Spotify or Apple Podcast. It would mean the world to us. Um, every single one of those reviews helps those platforms know about us and helps more people who love Disney and Disney history and marketing find us when they're looking for podcasts. So, Which is cool. Also, my birthday's coming listeners. up. So if you guys want to give me a birthday present, it's the big 3-0. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. That would be it great. It is the big... You mean Bastille Day is coming up. Yes, Bastille Day is coming up. (laughs) Okay. And also Rue's birthday is coming up. That's true. It's her golden birthday. Seven, seven, seven. She's turning seven on seven, seven. So for Rue's birthday. One more time. Seven. Um, She's barked a lot in this episode. So to let her know you heard her. Leave us a review, five stars, and 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 um, say hi to Rue in the review. Say hi to Rue in the review. We would love that. We would love that. Rue is the true star of the show. She is. She's the only one I'd share the spotlight with. (laughs) (laughs) She's not the only one not on the podcast. That's true. Rue was never not a part of the podcast. Like she was from (laughs) the concept. She's always been a part of it. Anyways. Oh, you know what we forgot to talk about? Hmm. The fact that Adam, you didn't pay for DVC. It was free. <laughs> the points are free. The you points are free. Well, doing, but it's free. I've, I've heard two different things. Okay. I heard that it was free. I also have heard that I, I paid $250,000 for it. So I mean, I know there's been it, inflation, but not that much. <laughs> there's both ends of the spectrum. I have, I've honestly, I don't know what to believe because I feel like you like to test people. No, that's you. You like to test people. You were the tester. Oh, that's me. Oh, damn. Yeah, I think he's I'm manipulative. He's he's manipulative, yes. and then you have to watch out for me. But mm-hmm. yep. you like to test people. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, we've Anyways. officially hit all of this. Yes. All of the standard we hit um, it insiders. All. So we hit it all. I think it's time to skedaddle. All right. Bye, everybody. Ta ta. Take care. Love you. Bye. <laughs> Love you. Bye. Bye. I thought you were different. I thought you had watch time out. for me just this once as a friend. Time for another webisode of Disney Vacation Club's wacky travel series, D.B. Packs Her Bags, starring the self-proclaimed founder and first lady of Disney Vacation Club, D.B.C. Today's adventure, Disney's Animal Kingdom Villains. <laughs>